Okay, so we're here. We're at it. We're going. So, guys, welcome to Matt Byrne. Welcome to Matt Byrne, guys. The Matt Byrne Podcast, Episode 7. I'm here with Professor Andre Galval. Yes, I'm here. The man. He is also the myth. And he is also the legend. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. <laughs> Five-time world champion in the gi. Yes. At, just at Black Belt. Mm-hmm. Five-time ADCC champion. Thank God. Praise God. Yes, always. <laughs> so, you got to put down your cell phone now. You got to focus. All right, I'm focused. Okay. So right now, I'm the professor. All right. And you're the student. Okay. <laughs> I'm a white belt in podcast. Now you've done a lot of podcasts, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I've done some, but not like maybe this is going to be special. This is the, of course. Yeah. Of course, because this is the greatest jujitsu podcast <laughs> that, that has ever been created. Yes. So, um, Thank you. No problem, here. Josh. My I, pleasure. I just want everyone to Thanks know. Thanks for having me here. I want everyone to know how difficult it is to get you. Nah, yeah. <laughs> even we, even for me, who, you know, I have like special Andre Gava access pretty much every day. Yeah. But still, it's difficult for you to, to you know. Just a schedule, you know, like yeah, I, yeah. I prioritize my family a lot. And, you know, during the time that I'm resting, I want to just enjoy my family, my daughter, my wife, you know, stay home and. You know, sometimes like, you know, especially now during the ADCC camp. The hardest uh, camp in the yeah, world. Yeah, so I want to rest and, you know, but finally we're here and thank God like uh, we're doing that. Yes. Yeah. It's not easy, guys. It's taken about two weeks of me trying to get him and then him saying, oh, wait, I got to do this. Oh, wait, I got to do that. And guess what? Like today <laughs> is my mother-in-law birthday. Really? Yeah, it's her birthday. I'm like, man, it's her birthday. Like maybe I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Why? But then, like, Angelica had something with her. Like, Angelica is uh, doing something special right now with her mom. and Just, just the two of them. Yeah. And then, um, no, like, all the other, um, also Angelica's, Angelica's sister is there, too. And Sarah. So, they gave me some time. And then I said, okay, so now it's time. Good. So, let's do it, Josh. Good. So, Professor, I want to ask you. All right, man. Ask me anything. A lot of people ask uh, about ang their anxiety a lot of people have anxiety mm -hmm. and uh, it's not just competition anxiety sometimes it's just training room anxiety yeah and they want to know how to get over that and and in my mind you're the strongest mental giant in jiu-jitsu and I feel like a lot of the 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 mindset that I have you mm -hmm. know people always tell me that I have a strong mindset but I learned pretty much all of that from you mm -hmm. um, so what do you we're, let's go talk about the training room. Some people have anxiety for training just in mm -hmm. their own academy. They have yeah. anxiety. So do you have any advice? Yeah, I do. Of course. Uh, you know, I think anxiety, it's uh, linked with uh, worry, you know. So you kind of like you put yourself in a place there where you're not yet. You know, let's say uh, how I'm going to feel like after training or um where are you gonna be after this tournament or i don't know if i'm gonna win i don't know if i'm gonna lose what about if i win what about if i lose it's all about like uh all about the future you know people are, uh, put their mind in the future i think especially nowadays like people they want to have things right away you know uh, instant gratification exactly so you know if you go and buy a 
um, Starbucks right now, a drive-thru, like you want to get it right away, right? So you don't want to be waiting line. Don't got to boil the water. I don't got to grind the beans. I can yeah. just order my coffee and it comes right up. Boom, boom. Yes. Like by like less than a minute, you have a coffee in your hands. And, you know, like the world is like that nowadays, especially like when you buy things online, you want to like things right away. You Amazon, know? one day shipping. Yes. So, but you got to be the I, prime. I can, yeah, I got to prime, of course. Yeah, yeah. Amazon Prime. <laughs> so you I, pay a fee for that. And I do. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> and you do. does too. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah. Actually, so, the tripod that you're using for your microphone, I ordered it two days ago and it came yesterday. Exactly. So, you know, it, it sucks when you. From when China. You, yeah, when you're waiting for something and then it doesn't come. You know, you just like. You start being anxious and you start like. So are you talking? Are you talking about comfort? Yeah, exactly. So people want instant comfort. Yes. So, and you know, in training room, I believe that you know, people they, they, um, you know, they they don't know how they're gonna feel. You know, um, it depends like of the training as well. So if it's a competition training session where you're training for a tournament and you want to be ready for that tournament and you want to make sure your training session goes really well in order to feel good because every time that you don't train well you don't feel good yeah you get depressed you get depressed like, like tempor yeah. temporary de depression exactly so last about 12 hours yeah but you gotta understand that that's not the day of the tournament of course like you simulating the day of the tournament yeah you want to do your best you want to put your mind right there but it's a part of the training you know it's just like a small part small portion which will make a lot of difference at the end you know like that's why you train like eight weeks or nine weeks or 12 weeks camp yeah you know so you prepare yourself um to get out there and and doing all this like let's say you have um, around 75 days of preparation you know so you want to feel the way you're gonna feel at the tournament at the day of the at the day of the training you want to feel amazing exactly <laughs> right so but it's not like that you know and actually there's a word uh the phrase no pain no gain you know so you feel pain you feel like uh tired um and actually the training session needs to be harder than the tournament that's what i believe so when i'm training i'm prepared myself to feel the worst at the end you know so of course, I want to feel amazing and everything, but it's about the mindset. You got to make sure you bring that happiness, that joy within, you know? So you need to, during the training, even though you feel pain or you pain the push-ups where the coach say, oh, 25 push-ups or burpees or let's do this, do that, you know? And you feel like, oh my God, like I don't want to do that, you know? But guess what? You got to change your mindset. Your mindset needs to be, I would do whatever he said, no matter what. Like a robot. Exactly. So, and I think like you cannot think about how you're going to feel after training. You need to think about the training itself, like at the moment, you know? The job that you have to do right then. Yeah, second by second. So, right now, like for example, in the middle of the match, it's not about, oh, my job is not to win the match. It's smaller than that. It's like my job is to pass the guard. Yes. Right now. My job actually is not even pass the guard or sweep or do anything. My job is to do my best. 100%. In every moment. Every moment. Grip by grip. Second by second. You cannot think about what happened. Let's say the, the guy pull guard and sweep you. You know, last 10 seconds. 
and you're like choose zero for him like you're not gonna be like oh my god it's choose zero for him you start looking towards this the, the the past and then you can focus in the present so after the sweep happens yeah don't continue to think about the sweep no you gotta just keep doing your job it already happened yeah can't change it you can't change it now you gotta find a way to overcome and then you're gonna keep fighting keep fighting keep doing your best knowing that you're gonna fight until the bell until they you know, drag you until off the, until the referee pulls you off of him. until they say time you know like <laughs> and even then you might not and stop. sometimes like even though you you teach like the the kids sometimes and you say oh you know guys there's the first score rule Whoever scores first usually wins. Usually wins. And yeah. th- actually, this is pretty strong. And 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 you know, like you know, in a match like where both guys they have the same level, like two points makes a lot of difference. Oh know? yeah. One advantage makes a lot of difference. You know, and people know that. That's why they're so worried about like fighting and so worried about like getting scored or so worried about losing. You know. So I think when you're in the training session, you just need. To go out there, of course, try to uh, outwork everyone, you know, outwork everyone. Like you try to. That's always my goal. Yeah, grinding. <laughs> I, try grind. to, I try to outwork you. Yeah, I know. And I try to outwork <laughs> you too. I, I feel like, you know, it's hard because look, if you outwork me, you're going to make me feel bad. And if I outwork you, I'm going to make you feel bad. That's true. And many times, like when I'm training with my students, sometimes I know that. And. You know, not in the in this camp right now because I'm preparing myself. But sometimes I say, I'm not gonna fight worlds, and I'm gonna train with some of my students. And sometimes I outwork him really bad in a way that he feels really bad, and and that's bad for him. And I know that. I know I'm doing my best for him, but also doing my best for him is not gonna be good for him. Right, you know I mean? right, so right. You're gonna I, make him feel inferior. Yeah. So. I try to manage in a way that he's going to feel good about like rolling with me because it's all about the confidence as well, you know, and, you know, anxiety is something that we can keep talking here and it's such a thing in this world right now. Like most of people there, they have a lot of anxiety. The world is more anxious now, I think, than it was 30 years ago. For sure. Right. For sure. Because the internet. Yeah, because the internet and nowadays you can see how others are doing. Right. And people, they're comparing themselves exactly. like, oh, you know, even like in Brazil or I don't know, here probably too, the Instagram uh, start hiding the likes of your picture. Really? Yeah. It's- so n- now like, let's say, you know, let's say I, I have an Instagram and I have like 1000 likes, but then I see a guy that has like 10,000 likes and then I'll feel like, oh man. He has more likes than me, so he's better than me. And people start getting like um, their their uh, autoestima, right? Like their, uh, their self esteem. Their self esteem. Yeah, the self esteem. Like it's it's, uh, it's going low. Right. And they they take that out, thinking like, oh, you know what? Like now we're gonna help them to not be anxious in having likes because people sometimes they post things. And they go every like minute and see how many likes they get. Right, they're obsessed. You know? Yeah, because obsessed with the, the likes. Yeah, that's the social media helps with that too. You know. Yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah, it's all about the emotions. But the way that I beat the anxiety, you know, Josh, and I go, I'll bring this towards like my beliefs, you know, and I think God has a plan in our lives, and no matter what you do, 
you know he has a plan already for you and that's what i do i put everything in his hands and i know like the future is better for me for example i sometimes i i you know that that happened before i lost a fight uh, or a title and i was like so upset and so sad and i was like man like you know i was like pissed and sad and and you know but little by little i started thinking but god has a, always better plans for me and i'm doing my best if i'm doing my best i'm doing everything like honest and honestly and you know um with a good heart you yeah. know with good intentions i know i'm gonna reap great things from those things so that's what i that's what i think and nowadays people they they don't put too much their trust in god you know their trust is just like in themselves and and they start like being anxious you know and even like the word of god tells us that we don't need to be anxious about anything you know we just have faith we just have faith it's gonna exactly. be all right because anxiety is like it's, it's like a bob marley it's kind of like a lack of faith yeah it's like a faith because you think about like oh you know i don't know if my future is sure I don't know if everything will work in my favor. Like insecurity. Yeah, it's like you start feeling insecure. But guess what? Like I passed through times in my life that I passed through a lot of things. Like and even you, you know, uh, or anyone. Like we pass through hard times, and sometimes it's very challenging. And those times, sometimes, not sometimes, but most of the times, and you appreciate those times because when you think about those times, and you see where you're at right now. You just feel like, man, thank for those times. It you made know? you appreciate your life now. Exactly. And it helped you become stronger. Yeah. And I think more problems you have, more opportunities you have to overcome and to grow. Yeah. You know? And when you overcome over and over and over, when a bad time comes, when something bad happens, you just feel like, you just feel like, man. I already overcome this. You're more prepared to deal exactly. with it. Yeah. It's just like a war. You know, you go into a war. If you go to the first war, you're going to be like, man, how is it going to be that? Yeah. You go to the second and then you go to the third one and you're like, man, I already know how that works. You know what to expect. Yeah. Of course, I'm talking about war. Right, know? right, right. And it's it's a different level because you're dealing with life. You're dealing with your life. You don't know if you're going to survive. And, yeah. Life and death. Life and death. Exactly. So it's way beyond. But we are here, you know, like let's say if you're a lawyer, you have a case and <clears throat> you can start getting anxious because you don't know how it's going to work, but this maybe is going to be the opportunity of your life if you win. Right. You know, and sometimes things doesn't go in the way that you, you want. And then what are you going to do? You're going to steal anxious, you know, or because it's one day, what do you think that's a future is going to be a past? Right. Right. Yes. And it's, is it, you can change the past right but you can change the future right yeah we can do something in order to have a better future so what do you need to do just do your best focus on the present that's it i think that's what i think so keenan keenan and i had a conversation like long time ago 2014 and i asked him about like anxiety in tournaments and he said kind of like what you just said he said look you can only control what you can control yeah the things you cannot control, there's no point in worrying about it. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like on the same level as what you were just talking about. For sure. Just take the present moment, 
deal with whatever you can deal with yeah and let the other stuff go yeah because it's not in your control exactly so i had a girl one time back when i was teaching the white belts and she told me the story about um when she was first coming in to autos for the first time she said she sat inside her car and cried for one hour because she was scared Wow. She was anxious, like mm-hmm. social anxiety, you yeah. know, not not like oh, it's too scary or nothing mm-hmm. like that. She was just afraid. Yeah. And I have a lot of people have messaged me, too, and told me that like they have anxiety before just going into the evening class, the regular evening class. Wow. You know, just like social anxiety. And wow. I mean, I get it because like in jujitsu, you're very exposed. Mm-hmm. Right. So like Joe Rogan, when he gave his black belt speech, he talked about how you cannot be fake in jujitsu. Yeah. Right. You have to be real. Yeah. You cannot fake good jujitsu. Mm-hmm. You have it or you don't. And yeah. you have to be honest. Yeah. And I think in general, like in the jujitsu class, you have to be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. You cannot be a fake person. You cannot be something you're not. You cannot be a brown belt when you're a blue belt. Yeah. You have to be yourself. And I think maybe people are afraid of that. Yeah. To be exposed. Yeah. Right. And maybe you don't have good takedowns and maybe you don't have a good guard. And when you go to the, the class and you train, you're going to be exposed. Yeah. And maybe people get self-conscious about this. And yeah. But you're talking about like the talent side, like the jiu-jitsu side, but also maybe there, there are people, they, they got issues about their personality, you know? Like, I think like maybe no one will like them. Like, so yeah. Like, I don't know what, Like, because I'm not that good, like, what they're going to think about me. No one will be my their friend. Yeah, exactly. So, at my gym, I try to include everyone, you know, as much as possible. Of course, um, it's like anything, like, I have a better relationship with you because uh, you are one of the instructors of the gym, you know, and you are with me for a longer time. So, I know you better than most of people here. You know, so then other people. So it's it's kind of like sometimes people they they judge themselves. You know, and when the, when you judge yourself, you never like not never, but most of the time you just feel like, oh, am I doing the right thing or am I saying the right thing? Should I ask this question? What is gonna right. think about like asking this? Second you know? guessing everything. You exactly. Do. So a lot of people they worry about what others will think about them. Exactly. And. And especially in a in an environment where um, you want to feel include, you know. Yeah. So I think it's very very important to to just have a good self esteem, right? Like where you you do your question. Don't worry about what they're gonna think. Of course, you need to know that there are uh, let's say rules. Like in the place that you go, like right? etiquette. Yeah, so etiquette, exactly. Yeah. So like no bare feet on the floor. Yeah, exactly. So of course, if you go out there and then you start hurting people, people start avoiding you. Right. Right. Or if you go out there and then you uh, just like do like questions where like you supposed to not do. What what kind of questions you cannot do to a jujitsu instructor? You like know? the what if. The what if question. Exactly. Yeah. What if? The what if. The infamous what if. Yeah, what if. So what ifs, like, it changes. It's, it's, it's going to turn out in a fight. Changes the whole technique when you ask a what if question. Yeah, most of the time. Some of what if is are. Yeah, are, yeah, are some okay. are good. Some are good. But most of them, like, of course, sometimes, like, 
the question is already an answer. You know, sometimes right. like they say, like, oh, your position is not going to work because I'll move my foot like this, you know? So I believe that you just got to trust in your instructor and then you got to do your best. Of course, if you have an answer for that uh, already, you hold for yourself or you can show your instructor like, hey, professor, On what the about side. this? Exactly. Right. I learn a lot like this. Sometimes my students, they come and they just say, professor, look what I'm doing here. Like you show this, but I'm doing like this. I'm like, oh man, this is cool. You know? Yeah. And then I start, of course, including that on my game or my teaching because you always learning. I've learned techniques from blue belts who came to my seminar. Yeah. And then they showed me how they yeah. do something. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really good. Yeah. You learn with everyone. That's yeah. the beauty of jujitsu. And I think just an open mind person. The open mind. That's the key. Yeah. Just like Professor Hickson Grace said, he said, um, your mind needs to be like a parachute. You need to be open in order to work. In order know? to survive. <laughs> exactly. So if your mind is closed, it's not gonna work. You're gonna so die. You're gonna, you're not gonna. You're gonna hit the ground and go splat. Yeah, so you need to make sure that you go in the class, do your best, you know? It doesn't matter your talent. You just gotta show that you're doing your best. That's yes. it. You know, and that's I've said this before, too. When I see someone like a white belt, a blue belt, a beginner, when I see them working really hard, like trying to kill themselves, I get inspired. Yeah. And I want to work harder. I'm like, yeah. man, look at this blue belt just killing himself, working really hard. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, man, I need to work hard like this guy. Like I want to. He makes me want to. Josh, go one day and watch the lady classes. Yeah. The, the lady class. The yeah. woman's class. Angel the woman's class. Angelica's. My, man, it they go hard they kill go, each other man they go super hard they go like super hard but they love each other yeah you know and that's what you need to understand too when somebody comes and train hard like when i roll with josh josh like he clubs it really hard he goes really hard you know you understand that that person just give 100 percent uh of them and they just want to they're Make helping sure. you become yeah. the best version of you. Exactly. But of course, like I'm not going to go 100% against a white belt. Right. You know, I'm not going to go 100% against someone that do jiu-jitsu as a hobby. There's you know? common sense yeah, that you have to exactly. use. Yeah, exactly. You got to know how you roll, how yeah. you spar, you know. If I go with a, against a competitor, black belt, like guys like you, Ronaldo, Jonathan, kind of, all the guys who have Lucas, we go hard, you know. Yeah. So I think... They can hurt me. Like the white belt, the blue belt, they can hurt me. The purple belt, they can go and hurt me. But I can never hurt them, you know, because right. their technique are inferior, you know. So I think it's – I think that's what I put in my mind when I'm rolling with them, you know. So I don't – I say, man, I cannot hurt this guy because he's just learning. He's just a beginner. Yeah. Of course, I'll, I'll, I'll beat him up in a nice way. It's like and when – You know how to manage that. Maybe know? this is not a good analogy, but like – like when a parent wants to punish a child and they mm -hmm. they smack them, they don't smack them as hard as they can. Yeah. They smack them just enough yeah. for the kid to maybe realize what's going on. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying That's a good knowledge. It's yeah, it's a little it's a little awkward. <laughs> it's a little awkward because yeah, obviously like the black belt is not a parent. Yeah, exactly. Know? But the point is, you. So someone asked me uh, on Instagram. They said like, "What is the appropriate way for a, a bigger guy to train with a female?" Mm -hmm. And my answer was, 
well, you can't, yeah, you cannot just go hard as you want, yeah. but you cannot lay there and be dead also. Yeah. That's an insult, yeah. but going too hard is rude. Yeah. And so you got to find the middle ground. Just yeah. make it productive for both people. Yeah. Make them work constantly and you also keep moving. You know, Don't just sit there and lay on them. Just keep moving. Don't use strength. Don't use all the power. Use some, but make it a productive training session. Like, so they're getting something out of it. You're getting something out of it and you're both constantly moving. Exactly. If, if you lay there like a dead fish, that's just, a, it's an insult. It's, it's annoying. You're not going to help at all. You're not helping anyone. Yeah. But if you go hard as you can and try to smash them, also not useful. Yeah. So it's hard. It depends like who you're rolling to. Right. You know, like and depends the level of the person as well. This is why common sense is so important. Yeah. Like if it's a, if the lady is a, is a white belt, or a blue belt is just learning like it, it's one way but right. if it's like angelica when i right. roll with angelica she goes really hard yeah yeah you know like if she got something on you like she can she can really like go really deep in a submission that makes you give up yeah so you just like try to move in a way that you break her grips or make sure she works you go for the guard pass and but then you cannot go 100 percent with yeah, her if i go never 100 like percent i then you don't get dinner for a week <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do your own laundry. <laughs> yeah. I rode with her last time and actually like I just put my weight on her. Uh-huh. And she was like, Oh, you're too heavy, <laughs> And then I started like being like moving more. Yeah, so. uh, she's had a great year with the women's program, huh? Yeah, I think is Angelica is such a great leader. So um, five years amazing. ago she was the only woman on this team. Yeah. Right? She was the only one. Only one. Five years ago. She was training with guys the whole time. She would do the comp class with all the boys. Yeah. And she would just try to she would try to just train with the smaller guys, right? Yeah. And and now she has an army yeah. of savage female competitors. Mm-hmm. And they won the world title this year. It's amazing. And I'm just so five, proud of my wife. In just five years. Yeah. She went from no team mm-hmm. to a full woman's team to world champion women's team. Yeah. That's amazing. It's amazing. I want to have her on on the, on the podcast. No, no, you should bring her. Yeah, I will. And uh, Angelica's mentality—it's it's amazing. So she really cares about uh, people, and I feel that she she does something really special in her program. Oh, clearly, and, uh, it's grown. Yeah, from nothing to and everyone loves uh, the best her class. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You should bring her for sure. I will. But you need to find a time for her. You know, I'm also trying to get Luisa Montiero, but man, she's been really difficult also. Luisa, let's go, Luisa. I know. She's been so <laughs> difficult. We've canceled three different appointments. <laughs> man, it's so difficult. One day, one day. So I guess for the, the advice for a, a person who maybe feels anxiety before going into their class, just try not to worry what people will think about you. Yeah, it's just right? a class, you know. It depends on like, your goal, you know, at the end of the class. There's a competition in class. But also there's the the evening class, the evening class, or just like a regular class, you know. Don't worry about losing; you're going to lose. Yeah, you're going to win also. Yeah, and don't worry about that either. Yeah, you know, you're going to win some matches. You're not the best in the world. You're going to lose. But guess what? Like every time you step on the mat, you're already like better, a little bit like zero point zero zero one percent better. Yeah, for sure. Every time you step on the mat, so you gotta just look towards the light side. Not towards the dark side. Many people they they go and they they just like oh you know somebody passed my guard oh you know like I got swept or you know like my grips are weak. 
But guess what? After that training, your grip's stronger. After that sweep that you that somebody did on you, you you're gonna more, learn you're how more to aware. Yeah, exactly. So you're more aware. That's why I think sometimes the competition helps you with that. Why? Because when you get swept at the tournament, you never forget it. Yeah, <laughs> that's with you forever. In training, sometimes you forget. You know? <laughs> yeah, I forget. So yeah, so I think like that's the lesson, you know, because all of us we don't like to lose. You know. Do you remember the first submission that someone got on you in a tournament? Of course. I remember my first one. Yeah, I remember. What was it? Man, it was my first tournament. Wipe. I won the first fight. I was so happy, so happy. The second fight, the guy fly arm bar. No, not a flying arm Seriously. Bar. <laughs> I think the guy was almost a blue belt. You know, I was like a white belt two months. He was like three five, months. five stripe white belt. And he was like a white belt that was almost a blue belt. And he hit a fly arm bar. And he fly arm bar everyone, actually. And I remember. And then, man, I lost. I got so mad. And I, you I went from the highest high of happiness, but guess to what? The after that, low. no more fly arm bars ever. Never again. Never again. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, so it was a big lesson. So I got I got put in a no arm triangle. Oh, because man. everyone told me uh, if you have two arms in or two arms out, you're safe. Yeah. So I went double under, mm -hmm. stack pass, and the guy did the triangle on my head and then put his arm inside uh -huh. his own arm, and then he choked me like that. And I looked at the guys on my team. I said, "What the heck? Yeah, you guys told me." He can't choke me without my arm inside. And yeah. they're like, oh, but he put his own arm inside. I was like, ah, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> oh. Never again, though. Yeah, so it's always lessons, you know, always lessons. Uh, and when you're training, take those lessons with you. Yeah. And the best way for you to gain knowledge, asking a question. You know, asking questions. That's the best way to get knowledge. Hey, professor, you know, that happens. What I should do. But if you ask questions for one hour after class, that's bad. No. That's set called, up a time for a private lesson. That's called stealing a private lesson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, a question during the class, throughout that one hour, an hour and a half that we have on the mat, it's fine. But after the class is over and you go like with 10 questions, that's something that... So annoying. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like... Javier does this. Yeah. We have a purple belt from, Ooh, from, Javier. from Uruguay. <laughs> from Javier from Uruguay. <laughs> nice guy. Yeah. Ten He's amazing. He has a good heart, but he wants to learn. Ten question know? minimum. Yeah. He only asked questions in groups of ten. But if, you know, one thing that every single person should do, of course, if you can't afford with that, is doing private lesson. You know, private lessons helps you a lot. A lot of people message me a lot. and they ask me if I think private lessons are beneficial. Of course. And I of think it is. Yeah. Um, I just, for me, when I'm teaching a private lesson, I want the student to know what they want to improve. Yeah. I really don't like it when people sit down with me and they say, okay, teach me something. Yeah. And I'm like, well, man, I have no idea what to teach you. So yeah. I don't know what you need to work on. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a good idea to have, yeah, a, have an idea. Yeah, sometimes, like, um, I teach privates, and, you know, um, when I teach privates, people come and they ask, oh, professor, like. How do I get better faster? Yeah. <laughs> How do I become a black belt in one year? <laughs> yeah. But it's not like that. So you got to work. You got to do your best. And when I when somebody comes and say, oh, do show me whatever you want and then i like to do like a 10 minute roll yeah that's see the, i see like the mistakes and i just like start correcting them you know but sometimes uh not sometimes but most of the time it's better 
when you know what's going on, you know, because that shows that you you know your weakness and it shows that you're paying attention in what you where you have mistakes. You right. Know? So when you're training and you're not paying attention where is your mistakes, that's a problem. You know. So you're gonna fall into the same mistake over and over again. It's very important to know what you need to fix in your game. Yeah. Good. Was, I agree. What else, Professor? Um no, sorry, I lost tra- I lost track of my thought. I was gonna let you, I was gonna let you keep talking while I check the computer. <laughs> no problem. Um How's the training camp going so far? <laughs> The training is not. I mean, I know you. I, yeah, the training the, camp is for the people. It's going really, really good. Um, I set up a twelve week camp, and twelve I, weeks is so okay. When you first told me twelve weeks, I my eyes got really big. Yeah, because I said, "Man, that's a long time." Yeah, twelve weeks. Yeah, because normally for worlds, I think it's like ten to eight, eight to ten weeks. No, I think eight weeks. Eight, right? And I think even for Noogie Worlds, we did seven weeks one time. Yeah. And we still had a really good outcome, but now yeah. we're doing twelve weeks. Yeah, and we're what? What are we in now? What week three? We are week four. Week right four. Now. Week four. Oh, so we have eight more. So many nine left. Nine to eight more to go. So many weeks. Actually, left. It was a thirteen week, because we're doing like we're managing like of course Coach Fred is starting like in a high pace and everything, but um, it's it's a good way for you to. To know your mistakes, but uh, you know, I didn't do any camp this year or yeah, the last two years. Me either. Right. <laughs> well, for this year. Yeah. So I think we're fresh, and I think it's a good time, especially like when you want to bring back your techniques, your pace, your cardio. Remember, the first week we're dying. Yeah. Like the first first two weeks. I'm, I still feel like I'm dying. Yeah, sometimes. I was like, man, I'm dying, <laughs> but now I'm feeling better and better and better and better. And actually, I got surprised because I got in a, you know, I came back. I was, like, dying, 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 like, getting tired. But then, like, I feel that the week number three, I was, like, flying already, you know. And that's something that we need to manage until the end of the camp so we don't. Not peak too early. Yeah, yeah. So this week I took, uh, you know, the the week number four, I want to. Like slow, manage, down, slow, slow down. down the week number four. So just train once a day. Yeah. And then come back stronger again in the other week. So So I'm in a different situation because I have a match with Mateus Denise. When is that? August seventeen. Kasai. Yeah. So that's like four weeks away. You're gonna be ready. Three and a half. No, I feel good already. Yeah. I feel really good right now. But that week that you're gonna fight him is gonna be the week that it's gonna you're gonna slow down. You should slow down yeah, that yeah. week. And then you go you'll be fresh. Your mind will be fresh. Your body will be fresh. You fight against him, and then you come back and fresher c- and continue on. Exactly. I think Kaina is in the same same. He's, yeah, same he's, event. He's huh? fighting Yuri. Yeah. That's gonna be a great match. It's gonna be a great fight. I like Yuri a lot. Yeah, I like Yuri too. Have you ever trained with him? Never trained with him. Just watching. And him. never competed with him, right? Never compete against him too. Yeah. yeah. He's tough. Really tough. He goes hard and no gi. He's showing that he's, he's got that good wrestling, good, huh? Yeah, he has. His, he's he's strong. He's he's tough. Very what do you, tough. What do you think about him in a match with Kyle Snyder? Yeah, is that gonna happen? No, I don't think it's gonna happen. But they keep talking about but it. But is and, a grappling match? Uh, or wrestling? Or no wrestling? No. I think in it's a wrestling match with wrestling like shoes, ADCC. of course, 
Kyle Snyder is the favorite. Yeah, of course. But in a grappling match with submissions, you kind of have to give yeah. to Yuri, right? Yeah. Maybe they could find a hybrid yeah. rule set. Maybe uh, because like, if it's a EDCC rules where you cannot pull guard, you know. You think? It's it's tough. Um, but you can, you know, Yuri can win because he has all the grappling and scrambles uh, skills. But it's tough when you train with the D. He's a D one wrestler, right? Like, a, I'm pretty sure, right? yeah, like, top of the top, yeah, like the best of the best. Yeah, great wrestler. So, it's those guys are tough. You know, it's really like, hard to like grab man, their neck, and well, they're they're tough. We saw Jordan Burroughs versus Ben Askren. Yeah, man, it was like another level. Yeah, another right? level. Yeah, not even sure. close. I mean, Ben's a great wrestler. Yeah, but he could not stop Jordan's takedown. Yeah. Jordan's uh, special. Yeah, you know, so talented, and he's a machine. He looks like he doesn't get tired. And I started watching his fights, and he always overcome. Always, sometimes he's losing by six points, and somehow he find a way he to finds win. a way. He's he's amazing. He's really special, and it, it, it seems like towards the end of the match, like he he's better. Always, the last yeah. round is always better than his opponents. Like I, his cardio is amazing. That's something I try Finish to do. Him. I try to always push the hardest in the last two minutes. Mm. Like I always like when I do my workouts, I start with one set and every set that I do and I'm, I'm talking about 24 hour, like on yeah. the weights, every set that I do, I try, try to make to it harder, harder, harder and harder and longer and longer yeah. and harder and longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I feel like in, in a competition match, I'm going to finish strong. Yeah. Right? But I think uh, probably this is your genetics too, you know, maybe because like, Maybe because you're not very explosive, you know, like you you have some explosion, but not like type of like Lucas Lucas Barboza. He has like such a yeah. Lot. Lucas has twenty year old explosion. Yeah, like, I have yeah. mid mid thirty year old nah, explosion. On, you're, young, you're young. Don't say <laughs> I'm that. I'm older than you. <laughs> For <laughs> like, those of you that don't know, I'm actually older than Professor like Andre. What, two months, right? Three months. Three months. Yeah, I was born in May. You were born in September. Wow. Yeah. But See? everybody thinks you're older. Really? Yeah. What? Because you maybe got, because I, you got the f- the face of the grinder. Come on, man. Your ears are more messed up. No. <laughs> I look way younger than you. Depends on your hair. They're lying. Depends on who if you cut the hair or not. Yeah. If you shave the beard, when cut I shave the hair. My beard, yeah. Right now, I'm, I need to cut my hair. I actually, go cut my hair today. Um, How often do you get a haircut? I feel man, like, I feel like once every two weeks. Yeah, every other week. Your hair is always looking sharp. Yeah, every other week I need to fix my my hair and i like to have some beard you know i don't like to shave my beard just a little scruff yeah i like to have that five o'clock shadow i think that i think that the women in our lives like that does angelica <laughs> get mad if you shave your face clean uh yes she doesn't, she doesn't like doesn't it like hot, much because yeah. you look like a baby yeah <laughs> but also she doesn't like when i do like lines in my beard yeah like it needs to be like fading like drake yeah <laughs> when it has that really sharp beard yeah, line she doesn't like it looks that. fake yeah she doesn't like that yeah, i don't like it either yeah Gotta look natural. Yeah. Scruffy naturalness. Yeah, but I like like that because uh, I feel when I shave my beard, um, it, it's kind of like hard on my skin. You know, when I roll the first day yeah. after that, it's it hurts my face. So Nassar cannot shave his face before training anymore because he always gets a staph infection on his yeah, neck. Yeah, it's bad. Because the pores are exposed and they're open yeah. and like the, you get the little micro cuts from the razor. Yeah. Never shave your face before training. That's a pro tip right there. Yeah, maybe shave it like on on Friday night. 
Yeah. Then you have like if you don't train Saturday and Sunday, then you come back Monday, you'll be fine. Yes. That's so another secret. Professor, <laughs> I just need you to answer this one question because I get it all the time and I, I tell people the same thing over and over and I want I just want to hear you reiterate what I always say. Mm. People always message me and I'm sure they do you too, and they say, How can I maximize my improvement? in jujitsu how do you balance all the things that you should do weight training conditioning jujitsu class drilling Mm -hmm. to be better faster Mm -hmm. like and i know what they're saying i mean even if they don't phrase it like how do i get better faster really that's what they're asking yeah right they want to know how to maximize their time or maximize their efficiency that's they're just really nice words for saying how do i get better faster yeah and I've always said, there is no shortcut, man. Yeah. I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it again. In my opinion, it's just time and experience. I agree with you. And um, I think there's no system. The system is you got to repeat. You know, that's the system. Like, what is repeat means? Like, what repeat means? Uh, it's not like repeating the same thing over and over, but you got to repeat the thoughts that you need to have in order to become better. You know, let's say more time you spend doing something better you'll be right. So of course there's like talent people where they learn faster than others. Right. But there's a saying the hard work always beats talent when talent is lazy. Yeah. And talent doesn't want to work hard. I, it's hard work beats talent, talent when, when talent, talent refuses to work hard. Exactly. Yeah. It's always like that, you yeah. know? And it's all about discipline, right? It's all about discipline. Um, I just it's made a not post. not only the... T- huh? I just made a post about this one oh, the really? other day. Yeah. yeah. I said it's more... Motivation is not the key. Discipline is the key. Of course. Motivation discipline. comes and goes. Yeah. Discipline is forever. Yeah. Discipline needs to stay. Right. You know, within. All doesn't matter how you feel. Doesn't matter. Motivation cares how you feel. Some days you feel good. Some days you feel bad. Motivation, yeah. like when you feel bad, you don't have motivation. Yeah. But if you have discipline, it doesn't matter if you feel bad. Yeah. You're going to get it done. If exactly. you feel good, you're going to get it done. Exactly. And, and you know, depends like the purpose and why you're doing that. Why are you doing jujitsu? You know, uh, nobody wants to be like bad in jiu-jitsu everyone wants to be legit right if you're if you earn your black belt one day you want to be a black belt you don't want to be a black you belt. be a real black belt yeah you know so a fake black belt yeah exactly so uh being a great black belt you must train you must have like hours and hours of training and scientifically talking like we did that before like you need 10,000 hours in order to masterize master yeah, oh no master <laughs> in order to master uh what you're doing yeah you know so um at least like 10,000 hours to become a black belt or to become a jiu-jitsu master or at least 10,000 hours of surgery to become a great surgeon right you know at least like 10,000 uh 10,000 hours driving driving in order to become a great driver you know yeah. and anything and you can calculate like how many hours you spend in jiu-jitsu but also you need to count the time that you off the mat as well um, you can watch videos you can watch you can learn techniques 
in videos. You can watch fights, you know. You um, think it's beneficial to watch matches, study matches? Of course. Of yeah. course. I never do it, but I feel like I should. Yeah, of course. Sometimes I watch like a match and I hate the move that I watch in the match. Like it, even without drilling. Yeah. Just like it's in your subconscious. Yeah, like, yeah. You just like do it. And I think it's really important. That's why I always do that. You know, I really like to do that, especially when I'm on camp. I like to take a time and just watch like. Is there any is there anyone that you like to watch? Like just for fun, like not saying like you're not maybe if you're preparing for one opponent, you'll watch. I watch everyone. Yeah, I watch everyone. I watch I watch all the guys, the black belts. Yeah, all the black belts. I watch everyone. I watch you. I watch Lucas. I watch my students. I watch like uh, your competitors. Shanji. I watch like Leandro. I watch Rodolfo. I watch the guy that I will compete against. I watch Pena. I watch like Yuri. I watch everyone. I see like their good points, their weakness. I start to analyze. And sometimes when I see, like I watch Lucas Lepre, you know, yeah. for example. I, I, sometimes I see like something and I feel like, man, this is great. I go back and watch again, you know, and I try to figure out like Dissect the moment. It. Yeah, because drilling is one thing. Doing the drill when you're rolling is another level. Right? Yeah. Doing the position that you learn while the other person is like defending is is different right it's a different level and you need to know their reactions you need to anticipate the reactions or you need to force them to react in order to get the position sometimes i watch like wrestling like wrestling matches ncaa yeah you know i watch like jordan bros i watch like uh kyle i watch those guys i watch those matches and some Russians like that I don't know the name. I just watch. Yeah. There's a guy that he's great. His name is Shamizel. 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 He's an Italian guy. Man, he's amazing. From Italy. Man, he's he's so smooth. Wrestler or just yeah, wrestler. wrestler. So smooth. Like you watch him, like the way he defends the things. Like when people grab, he's like he's so. He's always tranquilo, tranquilo. You know, he's Tran- always like tranquil, tranquil. Yeah, yeah he's always tranquil. He always like in a state of peace. Yeah, you don't, you don't <laughs> freak out. It's crazy, man. And I watch that guy. I'm like, and I start to analyze not only his technique, but also like how he put his mindset like that in a way that he's fighting like super mellow and still hard. Yeah, yeah. You know, and this is hard to do. You know, this is really hard in any sport. And. This is where the experience comes in, right? Exactly. So he, he kind of like, you can tell he's not worried about the past. He's not worried about the future. He's just worried about like what is going on. And he find a way to win and he goes hard. You know? See, that's something so. you always say that always sticks in my mind. You always say the phrase, find a way. Yeah. Find a way is like that special something that you cannot teach to someone. Yeah. You can simply tell them the idea, right? Like you communicated the idea to me to find a way, mm-hmm. uh, but you cannot, there's no technique for this, right? Yeah. There's not, cause every situation is different and, and you never know. But like, if you're losing, you have to find a way to fix it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, that's up to the individual. Like you cannot to coach someone to do this. You can just explain the idea and, and smash it into their brain and hopefully they understand it. But this is like a super important idea. Yeah. Find a way. And find a way is believing yourself. Right. You got to believe in yourself. Right. And I do. So I do this myself, actually. Yeah. Anytime. If, even if I'm losing by 10 points, 
I don't really freak out in the match. I mm-hmm. just tell myself, okay, forget the points. You need a submission now. Yeah. And I'm going to get that submission. Yeah. And I know, and I, I personally have faith in myself to find mm-hmm. a submission. I, I, I like to think I'm a submission hunter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the way you do it. You find a way. And, and if you're down by two points, okay, you can find a way with some points. But when you're down by a lot of points, yeah, you got to find the submission. But, but that, go ahead. Yeah, but it's not only jujitsu, right, Josh? No, it's, life. Yeah. Yeah. Life in general. A lot of people, mm-hmm. they don't do things that they want to do because they they don't find a way. They want to do something, but they feel like, but I don't know how to do it. Right. You know, or I want to do a podcast, but I don't know how to do a podcast. Right. But find a way to do one. We found a way. Exactly. <laughs> you, you find a way. I talked know? about this podcast for a year. Yeah. Right. Before we actually did but it. But then you find a way. Yeah. You know, and, and especially nowadays, it's, there's a lot of resources and a lot of knowledge throughout, like, throughout the Internet. So you can learn a lot. And of course, there is like you need to be careful from where you learn. Right, right, right. Of course. But if you know someone that has credibility to teach you something, like you can find a way, you can learn, you know, with others' experience. You know, yeah, yeah. It doesn't need to be your experience, but you can learn. That's one way to learn as well. You learn from others, you know, with the experience of other people. Learn from the mistake of others. Yeah, and actually, like, that's why sometimes we pass through hard times, through trials, or even uh, we make mistakes, so we can teach others through our mistakes, right. you know? Right. And our failures, and and I think life is an experience. And find a way is just, like, believe in yourself and you can do it yeah you know that's find a way this is important yeah and i remember like um one day i was fighting and and i was losing by six points you know and i was on bottom and then my coach was like you gotta sweep and mount or you gotta sweep and take the back but he wasn't saying like find a way to win this you know and i was thinking about sweeping first and i was like i had like two minutes left it's like six points difference in a black belt level is a lot. It's a lot. So even a sweep and a mount yeah. wouldn't do it. it would just so instead of find a way to win, I was trying to find a way to sweep. Right. You know, first and then find a way to take the back afterwards. Right. So it's different when you when you have that find a way thing, you know. The That's menta- why I like to the say mentality. That. Yeah, this mentality is like believe in yourself, do not stop and go hard to the end and find a way so how, how did that you're down by six minutes like i lost oh you lost i lost the fight because i was you were focused on yeah sleeping. i'm very coachable and he was like saying that and i was like man like how am i gonna do that like i'm here and yeah you know like i'm trying to like sweep and do something but of course you need to also find a way within not just like listen to what your coach is saying you know right. like your coach is helping you because he's seeing from the outside i'm not saying that you don't you cannot listen. you need you must listen to your coach but sometimes uh he doesn't know what you're feeling uh, your feelings or he doesn't know the pressure that the guy's putting right. on you so and you need to find a way you know that's what i like to say and i like to tell my students you must find a way you must believe in yourself you must have confidence, you know, that everything you work well with you, for you, if you do your best 100%. Right. Like 100%. That means you know? not accepting anything from the yeah. other guy. And sometimes, you know, 
we're not invincible and sometimes you're gonna lose of course but knowing that you gave 100 of yourself you know 100 you know and the guy beat you that means like he was superior than you maybe in the technique or maybe like in the conditioning but knowing that you gave 100 and you didn't uh you didn't leave anything like there on the mat yeah. on the mat you know so you give all so you're gonna sleep really well but there was like fights that i lost where i was like should i do this should i do that right oh i don't know now it's time and then the time is over and i'm like man and then you watch the fights uh, later on man why did i do this why did i do that you know yeah but when you know that you did everything you know you don't need to worry about anything so basically after the match you need to be panting heavily breathing hard forearms are shaking can't move your hand like you know when you come off the match and yeah. you're just completely destroyed yeah. and you can't talk you can't breathe you can't do anything yeah that's what you got to feel like even if you lose if the fight is hard yeah yeah like if you gave your best and you lost it, yeah. you got to be coming off the mat yeah. sweaty out of breath yeah. shaking can't use your forearms like you got to be dead yeah because man think with me imagine you fighting a monster like a guy that just come come over and over over and over and like man this guy don't give up you know Ronaldo. it's pretty challenging <laughs> yeah it's pretty challenging it's very challenging i like training with Ronaldo because he's such a he's such a robot he just go 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 he never slows down and this is a great way to train your mind yeah because it's difficult to stay strong when someone is coming at you relentless, yeah. right? They just keep coming at you relentless, relentless, yeah. relentless. And like, you think like, man, this guy's never going to get tired and you can break mentally super easy. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like when he's coming at me from on the top and he's passing left, pass, right, pass, left, pass, right. He doesn't stop. And he doesn't stop. He doesn't quit. He's going to keep putting it on you until you, and you, if you slow down for one second, yeah. he's on you and he's on your back and you're dead. And it's very, very difficult. To, to keep your mind strong when someone is coming at you relentless like that. Yeah. And that's what I try to do when I train. So I, I, I learn from Ronaldo's yeah. style. Mm -hmm. Of course, I've always kind of been like this. I've, I've always been aggressive in general, but, but Ronaldo, it, it helps. Yeah. It helps reinforce like my own strategy. Mm -hmm. um, I know that being relentless on top of someone will break them yeah. mentally. Yeah. And the second you break them mentally, you won. Yeah. That's it. It's the fight is more mental than physical for sure. You know, um, like anything in life, it's way more mental. You know, it's um, you need to prepare mental, mentally talking. So what can you do in training in the training room to create anxiety to help you prepare for a tournament to to defeat anxiety? Yeah, like. It's difficult, right? Like uh, I talked about it in a couple episodes ago, but like when we would make super fights, yeah, right. This is very stressful, yeah, and it, it kind of helps create a stressful situation mm -hmm. when everyone is in a big circle and then two people have to go in the middle and, and fight each other. Yeah, it that's the only shot, too. Right, that's the only shot. Right, and if you lose, you go sit down and you yeah. lost. You're yeah. you're the loser for the rest of the day yeah. until the next super fight, which is like maybe a week later. You got to think about it, and that's for DCC is after two years. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, for two years you get to think about it. Right. Yeah. So, um, but I, I can't think of any other way to create anxiety in a training room that will help you overcome anxiety in a tournament. I prefer to not create anxiety. You know? <laughs> How about just don't be I anxious prefer at all? to Yeah, I prefer to train myself to stay calm, 
to have confidence and to go as hard as they can 100%. And of course, sometimes uh, you can picture the tournament. Visualize. Visualize. Yeah. Right? The tournament, like in the day that you're training. Not like, I don't think every day it's, it's something that you should do because it's very stressful sometimes when you like picture and visualize the right. tournament, like every single day. But you need to go, you need to give 100%. And this will help your conditioning. This will help your relentlessness. Yeah. This will help your your uh, strength. You know, like Ronaldo, for example. I feel like why he's so fit? Because he trains like that every day. Yeah, that's just his normal speed yeah, is exactly. fast. So it's not just one time. Right. You know? But um, it's all about like your goal. You know, what is your goal? And... You know, Josh, um, I'll share one thing with you here I never shared before. Oh, give you it know, to me. I never lost a super fight, ever. Really? Life, ever. Wh which belt level did you start doing super fights? I started super fights at the Probably purple. blue belt. Blue? Okay. Blue. Like, I, I had, like, a lot of super fights as a blue belt, a lot of super fights. There was, like a, like, a TV channel in Brazil, Bund Sports, and they used to have a super fights of color belts. Yeah. And I won, like, I think 12 super fights there when I was purple belt. You know? I used to have all the, the, the certificate. Like, they used to give a certificate. Right, right. And I used to, like, save, but then start, like, fogging in. But. So I'm the opposite. Since, since the first, like, since the first time to, like, all the ADCC super fights. And all the super fights that I had before in the color belts, like, brown belt. And I had some super fights on big events. Like, sometimes they had MMA events in Brazil. And they put a super fight with me. Right. Like I fought like that like a couple times in the big uh, MMA event where they have a jiu-jitsu match in the cage. Okay, they have yeah, a jiu-jitsu yeah. match yeah. like in the ring. So I used to do that. And I think all that helped me to to win the super fights in ADCC, to prepare myself for ADCC super fight. Yeah. You know? And all the metamorphs fights and all these things. And like, so I think, yeah, until now I'm like, if you count like just super fights. Undefeated undefeated like but this is my last one imagine like the, the how much like anxious or anxiety I can build like if I keep if you, thinking if about you think that. about this yeah and I'm like my last fight was in 2017 you know so it's like two years not fighting and I'm preparing myself for my last fight but I have all my experience you know and I believe in myself I believe I can do great if I give 100% of myself in that fight so yeah, and that's true. Like, if you think about it, sure. you definitely have so much more experience than your opponent. He's never been in the ADCC super fight. This is his first time. Yeah. And it's your third third time as the ADCC. My third super and, fight. Yeah, in the super fight for ADCC. Nobody ever done, like, many super fights in ADCC like, right. like I did. Only like, most people, like, win two. No one ever held the ADCC super fight title for more than two years. Yeah, and you've, that's one thing people don't understand. You've what had is ADCC Super Fight? You've had it for six years. Yeah. Yeah. ADCC Super Fight? You've been the champion. Since 2013, the first Super Fight yeah. I won. So six years. Six years. Yeah. Yeah. And the most was before that was two. And I think it was only Mario Sperry. Yeah. And it was only back in the 90s when they did, the, it was only for a few years, they did they did ADCC for back to back, back, every, to back year. every year. Yeah. And Mario Sperry had a defense. Yeah. And against so he, marker right and so he held the title uh, yeah but that was it ever since then the super fight champion had changed every single tournament yeah 
And also, the super fights always like win by Points. minus one point. A or, negative. Yeah. <laughs> penalty. Yeah. Sometimes penalty. Never ref decision, I think. But yeah, it's always was like boring fights. Right. You know? Um, and a lot of people don't understand what is super fight. Like, what is super fight? Uh, why Professor or why Andre Govon is fighting a super fight? You know, they don't understand. So since they build ADCC, there's a, a super fight. Like, and then the super fight champ fights the previous open class champ. Yes. It's always like that. There's some other super fights right now in ADCC. So you saw. They do a master's. Yeah, in fight. 2000, I think 2011 in London, Professor Renzo Gracie, he fought uh, Matt Hughes, I think. I think Matt Hughes or someone. Okay. No, Marius Perry, I think. Renzo versus Marius Perry. And that was a super fight, but that was like a... a they call it the legends. Yeah, like just a super fight that they, 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 they did. For, but it's, it's not like the actual super fight. The main event, the, the, the super fight of ADCC, the one that I'm going to fight, and the one that I won three times, is the main event of ADCC. It's the main event because it's a champ versus champ. You know? Yeah, you have to earn your way there. You cannot yeah. you cannot just be invited. No, it's not an invitation. Right. So like that legend. So the match. open class champ challenge is a challenger for the super fight champ from the previous year. Right. Or previous edition of so Penna won the open class two years ago. And, and that, I won my super fight two years ago. And that's so why that's he, why you're gonna fight. He gets a challenge. Yeah. And whoever's gonna fight the super fight, don't fight the event. They fight right. just a super just fight. Just a super fight. And the prize for the super fight is forty thousand dollars for the champ, ten thousand dollars for the second place. That's just pretty, to show up is ten thousand dollars. That's pretty sweet. It's good. Ten thousand to lose. It's great. That's yeah. pretty sweet. <laughs> but I prefer to win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um so it's your last one, no matter what happens. No matter what happens, Josh. Last I'm pretty one. good with that. You're done with it. Yeah, I did so much for the sport. Do you think 10 years from now, maybe you're going to miss competition and maybe you'll slide into Master Worlds? Um, maybe. I can never yeah, say that. Yeah, 10 never, years, right? a long time. I don't know anything about Yeah, but, you know, I I think my future is is bright. You know, um, it's being, it's, uh, it was, you know, the, the, the career that I had in jiu-jitsu, um, it's great. You know, you know what like, I was going to ask you? In every single belt. Um, I was a really good career. I agree. So I don't have anything <laughs> to prove, you know. I, I Winning agree. or lose, I already proved. Like I'm, I'm the record holder from the super fights, right? You know, from ADCC as well. Nobody has like five titles, like me, you know. And you know, I'm the the super fight that I had with Brawler's team in 2013, where it was my very first super fight. That's when you were the challenger. Was the only super fight that was a champ champ versus champ champ. I, I was double gold and and Brawley was double gold too. And for example, right now Felipe Pena is he's just a gold medal yeah. gold medalist. So he lost his weight division. So he's not a was double that, gold champ. Was that Yuri's? Yeah, he lost to Yuri. Yuri won. Yeah, it's really hard to win double gold in DCC. I believe really you. hard. <laughs> I, I think probably the hardest the thing last, you could ever the do. The last person who won double gold in DCC was me. Yeah, since 2011. Yeah, 2013. It was uh, Cyborg. Cyborg. 2015 was Kalazans. Uh huh. And, and Kalazan lost his weight class, but he won the open class. Yeah, he won the open class. Yes. And yeah, I'm I'm very very happy with my career, with everything that I ever done, 
especially in the ADCC. I believe ADCC, ADCC is harder than 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 IBJJF Worlds. I think. Well, yeah, I, I think so. You know, even though like it's only four fights per weight division, it's harder. It's really hard because, especially to to fight both weight and absolute, it's really hard. And you know, um, I'm. Why you know, do you, feel, why why what what makes it harder? You think? I think because there's no grips. I think the it's rules very slippery and the rules. I think the rules are more savage. You gotta be more complete. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta like for example, you can win worlds just playing guard. Right. You know, but in ADCC it's different. You know, right. it's, it's, you, you kind of have to be an aggressor. Yeah. You gotta like be like overall like well. Well, around wrestling, yeah, submissions, yeah. guard, yeah, squeeze, yeah, speed, athleticism, yeah, technique. Yeah, it's it's not easy, man. It's hard. Of course, if you have that with with the gi, it's very impressive, you know. Uh, it's good, but I believe that because you can hold down and you can pull guard, you can do whatever you want. Let's say whatever, like in Aspas, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's not like quotes. Those are, that means quotes. Yeah, quotes, yeah, <laughs> quote quotes, unquote, quote unquote. <laughs> Sorry, I say Aspas is in Portuguese. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I sometimes I pretend like sometimes he speaks to me in Portuguese. I have a lot it, of confidence in my English, <laughs> but even though my English is like purple belt, four stripe. I'm I'm actually I'm actually professor's English professor, so I give him promotions on yeah. his English. Yeah. Right now, purple belt, four stripes. Yeah, purple belt, four stripes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I no, think, I, I think I, I'm doing good right now. No, you're doing good. Much better than... Yeah. I say some, maybe a lot of, like, wrong words. The improvement here. is significant. Like, right now, from all this conversation... Like, to be honest, I think you're probably brown belt one stripe. Really? Oh, thanks. Yeah. I just got removed. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you one more, like, serious question before yeah. we wrap. We're, we're, like, one hour, five minutes right now. Okay, cool. Um, What is... And this may be hard. But try, mm. and I don't want to be mean to be negative, but I want to know what is the biggest mistake you ever made in your life. Man. <laughs> That's a good one, huh? The biggest mistake you ever made. The biggest mistake that I ever or, made. I mean, I guess you could say re- biggest regret, also. Like biggest same, regret. Same, kind of the same idea. Josh, I know it's difficult because you've had a very good life. Yeah. <laughs> things are great. I know it's difficult. I, I think like. But there's something. Is there anything that stands out in your mind? And because I know it's hard to say because, look, like you said, God had a plan and yeah. everything ended up working out yeah. for you to be here yeah. on this day with, you know, your career and your gym and everything. Yeah. So obviously, whatever mistake you have or whatever regret you have, it worked out in the long exactly. run. Exactly. But you understand the that. question still stands. <laughs> what do you okay. think? If you, the biggest mistake. I guess if you could go back and change anything, what would you change? I don't have anything to change. No, to come honest. on. We got to have something. Seriously, Josh. Like, I'm really happy. What about, like, did you ever just crash your parents' car or something? Like, did you ever? Oh. <laughs> something, anything. Anything. No, and not actually, even just I never your, drove, like, my parents' car. Not just your career no. in jiu-jitsu, but, like, did you Imagine. ever, like, did you ever do something? Like, remember when you bro- you tore your knee or something? Like, you ever, like, were you ever in a submission that you broke something and you wish you didn't? You let something break. You ever let something break in a match? No, never. that's another question. No, never? yeah, I hurt my knee one time. You but let, like you let you let something pop because you because yeah, you were being stubborn. Yeah, not being stubborn, but just want to win. Yeah, stubborn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, being stubborn. Come on, Josh. Yeah, so 
No, man, I don't think so. Like, like I say, like, because I have this this understanding within nowadays, you know, because before I didn't have that. And maybe my my biggest mistake was like not like not knowing God before, you know, beforehand. But, you know, like I said, he had everything planned, everything prepared, and he prepared the right day for me to to know him. Because sometimes I think, what about if I was like my family, like the whole family was already like I was like since uh, I was born, like I was already in a Christian home. Like, yeah. How would be my life? You know? Right. Because uh, I grew up like in the world, like just doing whatever I want. I thought like everything that I was doing was right. But one day I discovered that it wasn't like that. You know, like I discovered that, you know, there is a purpose in life, you know. And once I discovered that, things change. Uh, but of course, sometimes you make mistakes like, doing the wrong choices or sometimes you make mistakes of like not doing something right away or you wait right procrastinating you know like i think that those are the worst mistakes but i think you know like i said it's always a lesson for me i'm i'm a, I, I learn all the time and i still learning i'm still improving i i, I think i can be better um, every single day that I wake up, so I think like if I still alive, I can I can be better. Even though I I make mistakes, because you know what is a mistake? You know, mistake sometimes can be something that you think is wrong, or a mistake is something that is really wrong. Yeah, a mistake is just a mistake when you recognize the mistake, right? Because if you don't recognize the mistake, how is it gonna be a mistake? A lot of people don't forgive others because they think they're right. And that's a mistake. You know? So a lot of people they they punish others because they think they're doing the right thing, you know? And they think that's not a mistake. But the mistake is just a mistake when you recognize a mistake. You know, and that's interesting. Yeah, I recognize all my mistakes because Somebody can tell you, hey, you're wrong. But if you think you're right, you don't think that's yeah, a mistake. Yeah, it's not a mistake in my mind. And at the end of the day, a mistake is just like, is you don't recognize a mistake when you're really proud, you know? Yeah. Like, and even the word of God says that uh, before the fall comes proud. Pride. The pride, sorry. Yeah. Before the fall comes pride. Yeah. So you have pride and then comes the fall. Oh, why? Yeah. Because you don't recognize your mistakes. Yeah. And if you keep doing the wrong thing, you're going to fall. You're going to drive your car off the cliff. Yeah. So I I made a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes, like Which, especially with communication, you know. Um, man, there's like, you know, like right before I, I, I learned about God, I won my word title and then I, I went to, to celebrate. This and is then 2005? 2005, yeah. And then when I came back to the venue, my girlfriend was there waiting for me for like hours. Uh huh. And who was my girlfriend? Angelica. Uh huh. Imagine I couldn't lose the woman of my life that day, you know. And I made a mistake. I asked for, I say sorry and everything, but because you were celebrating and she was waiting for you. Yeah, she was waiting for me. I was just talking with friends, right. and you know. But then like. I just like I didn't you see like the time lost. goes by right. and then I'm like what 
when I came back, she was there and they, they were like taking the mats out of the the gym, the gym, yeah. the gym. And I was like, man, it's already, man. I'm, then she was there. Where are you? And she, was <laughs> and she was right to be mad. Yeah, yeah. And I think that could be my biggest mistake. Because you like, almost lost. But thank God that she didn't leave me. Like she stayed with me. And you know my wife. You know our relationship. And I feel that our family is, it's, is amazing. And I learned a lot from my wife. She's very intelligent, very smart. I think she's really wise. Her English she doesn't is, like me. Her English is brown belt four stripes. Yeah, she doesn't like when I. She doesn't not like me. Like she doesn't like when I say things about her. Like stop, stop, yeah, stop. You she, know, she gets embarrassed. But like she's very humble too, you know. And for me, she's she's so gorgeous, you know. And and not just outside, but inside as well. And I'm not saying this because we're here. I say that all the time to her. She knows. But um, I think that would be like my biggest mistake. And then after that, you know, like man, your whole life could have been different. Yeah, yeah, you know that, John. Yeah, yeah, it no. could be different. You know, and uh, my wife has a big, big role uh, in everything. You know, so I start. Uh, we start like dating like when when I was brown belt. You know, it was before all my titles, all my things. You know, she was there like she's two thousand four. Yeah, right. 2004 yeah uh in the day of my birthday september to 2004 yeah september 29 and actually i'll fight adcc on my birthday really yeah september 24 uh 29 oh that's cool september 29th is my birthday that's when i met my wife that's when i won adcc in, in londo wow and that's when i'm gonna fight right now my last fight wow it's crazy right why why i'll say like oh i can't regret anything yeah man. i'm so blessed and i feel like really blessed like i feel i thank god every day for everything and and you know i'm very i'm not saying lucky but blessed you know and yeah luck favors those who are prepared yeah and open-minded yeah so i just try to always be prepared because that's one thing that i learned you need to be prepared in order to receive something you know yeah like you're gonna have a big gym if you're prepared to have a big gym you're gonna have a podcast when you're prepared to have a podcast you know you're gonna have a family when you're prepared to be a fam to have a family and when you're prepared you never prepare right even you're, you're prepared prepare. you don't think but you're you gotta be prepared for like what how you're gonna absorb what others will tell you like let's say if you're doing good they'll congratulate you, you know, or if everything works good in your life, they'll congratulate you or you're going to be uh, rewarded. You know, you're going to be recognized. Like how you're going to handle with all that, with fame and all these things, you know, because it's a small community, but everybody knows who's on Dragovon, you know, in Jiu Jitsu. So how, how I deal with that, you know, and a lot of people don't know me, but Sometimes you know, like pride can can comes and 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 take take ownership of all my thoughts, you know. So yeah. you gotta like always know how to control that and be prepared for those things, you know. And a lot of people they're not prepared. That's why they win only one time and they're gone, you know. Like so, you gotta like understand that you need to be prepared, especially when you when you have something powerful in your hand. Let's say. It can be like a word title. It can be a certificate. It can be like 
uh, college degree. Like a, yeah, PhD. You can, be, you can be a heritage. Like your parents give you a million dollar. What are you right. going to do? So you need to make sure you prepare in everything in life for everything in life. It's like how are you going to, how will be your answer for all this privilege or all these things that you have, you know? And, you know, there's a lot of things that I can still talk in here, but I think we talk a lot right now and, um, we're on a schedule. Yeah, we're on a schedule <laughs> and I need to go right now. Otherwise, yeah, otherwise Angelica's going to, Angelica will kill me. No, yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah, she's nice. With that. Um, well, let me just, uh, run through my sponsors real quick. Yeah, of course. And, uh, yeah. right now, yeah, right now, one of our sponsors is Mariana's open. You, oh, remember, nice. you know yeah. Mariana's open. Mariana's open, of course. Yeah, so, you know, it's funny. I, I mean, Keenan, we're talking like, man, Guam is like such a tiny little island in the middle of nowhere, but they contribute to jiu-jitsu so much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like so yeah. many Chamorro people like contribute to jiu-jitsu. It's true. All Shoya rolls from Guam. Yeah. You know, they, they Mariana's open has a huge cash prize yeah. tournament. So um, definitely get out there and support Mariana's open. Follow them on Instagram. Nice. Mariana's open. Oh, it's Mariana's open. Yeah. We also have the World Series of Jiu-Jitsu. Which is being put on by my friend Jason. Remember that guy? You always called him Mustafa. Yeah. Mustafa. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So he ha- he has this tournament called the World Series of Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, cool. And it's a cash prize tournament based on how many people sign up. Mm. So he's running a tournament here in San Diego. Nice. Um, and it's $135 to Plaza. register. And then there's an equation. And depending on how many people sign up, mm-hmm. uh, the cash prize is nice. so many dollars. Cool. So that is happening uh, August 17th here in San Diego. So check them out on Instagram at World Series of Jiu-Jitsu. And the last one I have is my newest uh, professional service sponsor. It is TaxLine. TaxLine? Tax yeah, TaxLine. He's a guy from the Midwest. He's a Jiu-Jitsu guy. He's a purple belt. And nice. he has a tax service. And he, um, you know, he does taxes. Cool. So <laughs> he's all about uh maximizing the bottom line so if you guys don't know what the bottom line is the bottom line is the like the last number at the bottom of the sheet that tells you how much money you have oh wow so (laughs) tax line (laughs) yeah his name is sam and uh he has consultations for free you can check out his website at www.linetax.net dang it i had it backwards is line tax guys line tax (laughs) I, I think the dot pun, com the dot pun, net dot net yeah the pun he was going for is bottom line right, right? Cool. so line tax um and his phone number is nine one three three five three four three zero zero and he said for matt burn listeners they will receive 50 percent off their initial service wow 50 percent off so if you just call this guy up and tell him that you heard about this on the Matt Byrne podcast. He will give you 50% off your taxes. This is great, man. That's actually a pretty big deal wow. because sometimes taxes cost like three or $400. Yeah. How much you pay for your taxes? A lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> so 50% off is pretty good. Yeah. So check them out. Linetax.net. Yes. And uh, anything else you want to say? You want to thank Yeah, anyone? I want to thank uh, you for the opportunity. Oh, thank you, welcome. Josh. Uh, congratulations for the amazing job. Thank you. Okay. Uh, keep doing it. The Jiu-Jitsu community needs that. And, you know, so also I want to thank uh, my wife. Thank God first, of course, for everything that you have done in my life. And also I would like to thank all the sponsors. Yeah, I have some sports. I believe in achieve, <laughs> believe in achieve. You guys can follow on Instagram, uh, very cool brand, and also all 
Atos Jiu-Jitsu HQ. You guys can follow Atos Jiu-Jitsu HQ and follow me through social media as well. Okay, Galvão BJJ. And I you go Facebook, Galvão BJJ. You guys can text, uh, can message me anytime and I'll be there for you. Okay, thank you guys. I always tell everyone that you, you're the one that made my Instagram account. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. In 2014, uh -huh. you said, do you have an Instagram account, Josh? And I was like, no. And I thought it was stupid. And you're like, oh, you have to have one. Yeah. He's like, what do you want? And you just told me. You're like, and we remember we were at Olive Garden waiting for dinner uh -huh. after the tournament. And you were like, what do you want your name to be? And I was like, I have no idea. He's like, uh, Hinger BJJ. Yeah. Because yours is Galval BJJ. Yeah. And look, five years later. Don't. Still, still a thing here, BJJ, <laughs> and that's why you're here. Yes, you're doing this podcast because Hinder BJJ yes. <laughs> Instagram account. But of course, now you're smart. Um, you have a good brain, and you deserve that. I wish you the best. Us, thanks, Professor. Us, you're the Thank man. Thank you. Us. All right, guys, take care. Us. Train hard. Believe in yourself and stay cool. Stay cool. Bye. Bye. <laughs>